I love when you're rolling for three minutes before we start, because then I get to go and search for the countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we should do? I don't know that we've ever done this. Let's just use the countdown. Let's do it again. Let's count it down, and then we can just go right into the show. Simple as we've that. We've done that before. No, there's no way we've done that. Like, go, like you mean go right into hello and welcome? Yeah, like just five, go, four, three. You know, how, you know how it works, right? Counting. Yeah, no, I know how countdowns work. <laughs> I used to work for NASA. Uh, the, the, but, the, but then we have the music, though. It's five, four, three, two, one, music? Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. I'm five, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Five. No, you know what? You be five. Like, let's, let's, <laughs> let's change it up. Because normally I'm five, and then, and then you do the four, and then we go that way. How about you start? Five. Three. No, hang on, hang on. No. I'm not used to it. I'm not used to it. Try it again. Try it. You start. You start. <laughs> five. Five. No, okay. It's better if I start. I can't, I can't do it okay, the other way. Let's do it. I, let's I can't, do it. I can't, I, can't, I can't turn left. I'm not doing Five. This. Four. What? Three, two. Are we using that take or are yes. we starting again? Yeah, that. No, no, that's the one. Hello and welcome episode 636 of the two hosers photo show my name is alan in tubing in germany with me as always is adam in vancouver british columbia i got partway through the intro and was second guessing myself that that's what i normally say oh that's no. what i say right in tubing in germany and all that stuff yeah, yeah, that sounds like always. every other episode. I, I kind of tune you out, so I, you could have said yeah. anything, but yeah, it no, sounded like the out. cadence, the right cadence, yeah. That's like when you're talking to a dog. Your dog doesn't understand English, but they understand the cadence. Right. So I guess, all right, great. Hey, way to deal, <laughs> derail the show, Dr. Doolittle. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. Uh, let's get Patreon out of the way right away. You want to help us okay. out? Click on our uh, website, twohosers.com. Find the Patreon link. Pledge a couple of bucks for, for the for the month. It helps us uh, pay the. I, I just did. Uh, I just did a, a thing of. You know, we, we pay a lot in web web stuff. Well, you don't. You don't have a website, which we'll find out later in the show. The end of the show, we'll right. wrap it up with that. Yeah, we'll wrap um, it up. Just still don't. It, yeah, it's more expensive than it should be. Quite honestly, so I got to actually. I got to make a make a phone call to my guy, uh, and and see. If if we're double paying, I don't know. You gotta you gotta get the discount code like ninety five percent off, and you just type in hosers for life or something like that. Is that what it is? I'll do. I'll yeah. try that. Just Google the discount code for for the website. I'm sure you know, there'll be like eighteen different ones that are hidden mm-hmm. behind like some magic uh, click through site that you know makes you buy bus tickets in Sweden. Yeah, I'll do that. I, that's how I used to get into the back door of the Viper Room, was uh, <laughs> hosers for life. Yeah. Yeah, come yeah, on in, buddy. Up, yeah, yeah, no, you end up having to get into a fist fight with Richard Grieco, and it's, it's like, oh, no. It's not even, not even Johnny Depp. Like, no, 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 his replacement. That's the guy. We're going to guy. Uh, they both went on to, to equal careers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Grieco and... Uh, Best, one of my favorite Dennis Miller jokes on Saturday Night Live, the weekend update, was uh, Richard Grieco had a new movie coming out called If Looks Could Kill. Get this guy a mirror. <laughs> well done, Dennis Miller. All right. Oh, no. So, yeah. got that out of the way. Thank you to everybody who is a Patreon and, uh, and feature Patreons, of course. Um, what's going on in Vancouver, Adam? Uh, I guess it's sort of heading towards spring. I mean, it's not snowing, so there's no. that. Still kind of had some actually nice days with some sunshine where I was optimistic about spring being around the corner, but right now it's cold and raining, so I guess you we get We discuss this get. every week, and is, are we that yeah. enthusiastic about spring? I I'm so, so ready for spring. Yeah, we had baseball outside for the first practice like the other night and that was great it was a bit cold for uh me wandering around with the dog for an hour and a half while the kids Uh played baseball but 
it was still doable and it was just like again a sign that it's coming it's coming the way and, yeah. and the weather is going to be getting nicer soon hopefully sooner than later the one thing i hate about baseball at this time of year like outside baseball which we haven't even done our field's not ready yet we, which we worked on today but but when you we go outside it and like the the, the, the field is just mushy and right. you know you're running around the grass isn't good and the balls get muddy it's not even the cold you can you can weather the cold it's that sort of wet mushy part that i could do without so yeah there's that yeah, yeah there you go but they have turf now don't they not where we play our home diamond isn't oh. but our home diamond was actually in good shape so it wasn't muddy at all for for the boys something is muddy it's that, like it's just soft like the grass is much softer and it's harder to run on and I know. Sure. I got it. I got real, real, real problems here. Um, yeah. So we, we, the sun came out here today as well. We did a pretty, pretty decent windstorm last night. Uh, what, like when it, when it storms where you are, what, what would you prefer? Heavy duty rain or crazy wind? Hmm. I think I, I prefer the wind over the rain. Really? Oh, you don't have to. Yeah. I hate oh. the rain. Yeah. It's the rain is, and, and again, I, I'm maybe looking at it through the lens of, uh, four four or so dog walks a day and right. the wind I can deal with better with the the dog doesn't care. Dog's going. She wants to go outside regardless of the weather, but the wind mm. isn't as bad for me walking the dog as just getting soaked. Yeah, I hate the wind because it's so unpredictable and it just it it's the things that it blows around that you weren't prepared for. Sure. And anytime there's a noise outside your wife has to know exactly what it is and uh <laughs> but not but not like not find out herself like you have to go and find out what it was okay and so that entails you kind of pretending to get up and then having to invent a lie about what it was because there's not going out anymore right yeah that's what happens when you've been married for a while okay yeah I don't know. FYI, Adam, even though you've okay. been you've been married for I think four years longer than me, so yeah, I gotta you're, you're learn a, some of your tricks. You're just a absolute pearls of wisdom that uh, yeah you can share. Yeah, I should write a book, how to marry a German. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, that should be a book. I would I would buy that book. <laughs> yeah. It's too late, man. So there's that. Yeah. So anyway, so the sun came out. To the wind, the wind blew all the clouds away. The sun came out. It was pretty nice today, which is great. You know, I went worked in the baseball field. And then, um, as a group, the whole a whole organization went out. Well, like a, th a quarter of them showed up, probably, but um, went out and you know pulled weeds, dug up the field, all the the usual the usual stuff. Uh, so it was, it was nice, nice and sunny. But word around the campfire is it's supposed to be twenty degrees tomorrow. Okay. So, well, now you're so we're okay cooking with gas. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I get, I'm going to say spring is here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and. Maybe Monday. I'm not sure. One of the days coming up. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, question for you. Like, you know what? Do you like movie trailers? Not really. Did you ever like them? I think there was a point where I liked them, yeah. I used to like I them. I, I, I used to like them. They're too... Well, I don't know. There's different ones, right? Like, there's the movie trailers that come before the movie in the theater. And those right. ones are way too long and you just want to, hey, I, I'm here for the are movie. They? I don't want to, yeah, I went to a movie yesterday. First movie I've been to in the theater in a while. Jack wanted to go see uh, the new Creed movie, Creed 3. And I am okay. all in on anything Rocky. Like that is that is my right. jam. And so we went to the new Creed movie and I don't know, you, you figure before the movie, I don't, my, my, my thought is there'll probably be three, four previews, probably you know, 10 minutes worth of previews, maybe some commercials thrown in. There was no commercials. I want to say there was three trailers. Each of them were about three and a half minutes long. That is way too long. Like I, yeah. they've given away way too much of the good action sequences. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to see this movie now. Okay. So I haven't seen, because I haven't seen a movie in North America in over a decade. Um, wow. That's weird to say. It's been more than that. It's probably been fifth. 18 years is that true holy cow i'm gonna go cry if that's okay with you um yeah i haven't seen a movie in north america 15 plus years so I, I don't know how it works um i've seen a couple movies here obviously and so it works differently but 
what was I getting at? Oh, okay. So here's the issue. I, so I, I love, I love, I typically love trailers when, but you're right. They should, they should be about one minute 50 to two minutes, 10. Like that's the range of trailers. Sure. Any idea? Okay. Just while we're on that subject, what is the, what, what, how long should a movie be? An hour and 47 minutes. Well, minus the seven minutes, but that's the credits. But yeah, it's an hour. The answer is hour 40. That's the okay. movie. Your best movies, you're not wrong. It's an hour 40. It's, it's between 137 and 147, like in that zone. That's what movies should be. So I don't I know agree. if you were guessing if, you, if that's what you feel or like that's No, the that's what I feel. That's, that's yeah. what I feel. I'm, I'm done at like so many movies now are two hours plus, And I'm just like, no, yeah. I'm all done. I'm all like, this needs to wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurry this up. It's no, there's a very specific, uh, very now every once in a while, a movie can go long like the Godfather. Okay, I get it. You're settling in. It's, it's, it's good. It needs to be that long. We're fine. But, you know, I, I'm wondering what the, the runtime of Raiders of the Lost Ark is. I'll bet you, I'll bet you it's 103 minutes. Okay. That's, well, that's 143. So sure. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, well, you're gonna beep up and scat while I Google that. Okay, can't wait, oh, can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I was way off. Uh, I'm, I'm going to include credits in this one. It's, it's 155. Okay, and I, I want to say that is about what Creed 3 was. was. It was like, it was bang. I think Sylvester Stallone knows. He's like, yeah, hey, I've well, done this before. he's not involved in that one, is he? I, I don't know. I, I just assumed he was. Is he not involved in that? No, was he in it? Well, he's not in it, but no. I would just assume that he had something to do with the I don't production. know. I think, he, I think that's actually a big deal because he, uh, he doesn't own the rights to his own characters. Uh, that oh, was part so of the maybe not. From, yeah, there's, there's a, I think there's some, I'm not sure if it's controversy or not, but there is some issue about, about him mentioning that he was not involved in this one and, and it's oh. the first time. And it's bad it was times. really good, yeah. though. I, I, was, uh, I was a fan. It fits seamlessly in with the other rocky and creed movies so that that surprised me that they did i mean the obviously the you know the the updated fight sequences and everything is is just better right like everything is is just a little bit better but storyline i think the the michael b jordan actually directed this one so good for him because it is it is it is good and i thought yeah all right like they know the recipe this is really good but if it's done by all different people that's that's impressive yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know what he had to do with it. He must have. He might have got. Must have been an executive producer or got paid or something. But, but uh, yeah, I think part of the deal, like you know, his whole his whole the whole story between Rocky becoming a movie and then winning Best Picture is amazing unto itself. Because um, the first one, actually, if we're being a hundred percent honest, is pretty slow movie. Speaking of yeah, runtime, it it's probably like a two. It's over two hours. That one. That's got to be. Cause it, it I feel drags. like the second one's long too. The second one really drags too. Rocky two, and is, then the third yeah. one I think is seventy one minutes. Yeah, the third one is kick butt. I don't know if I'm and allowed then, to say it. But even the, the third, the third one and the fourth one, like it has like montages of itself of its own movie, like which is crazy. Yeah. But, so I'm gonna see what Rocky the runtime. Okay, one fifty nine. Okay, we're getting into it. Google a whole bunch more for the episode. Okay, but, everyone needs <clears> to know. The answer is, so if you look at, like, take a movie like The Hangover, it's an hour, it's probably an hour 40, it's awesome, great. But my, my issue with trailers, just to put a pin in this eventually, is, so I, 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 I see trailers on the internet. I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've heard of that. The, mm-hmm. um, so what they do on the internet is the trailers, first of all, the trailers, you click on them, and then it shows you an ad before you can watch the trailer. And a trailer is an ad. So I don't, don't, don't try to sell me something before the advertise. Like that's enough. That's too much now. Right. Yeah. But the trailers themselves have trailers. If you watch closely, like they'll have a, like a five to eight second blam, what have you of what's going on in the trailer. And then it'll say, oh, the trailer for Creed three. And then they'll have the trailer for Creed three. That is insanity. Yeah. Don't have a trailer for the trailer. Come on now. Does that mean no one has the attention span to sit through a trailer now? I guess. I guess that's what it means. Make the trailers shorter and better. Make them better. Yeah. That's it. So, 
I, I I do love what what I love about trailers the most is is um the music the music selection. Oftentimes I'll find a song or a band I didn't really know about because uh, I'm not cool. Uh, and I'll, I'll like there's a song right now almost I forget I forget what trailer it was in. And so I was just like ah it's a pretty cool folk song. So I've been listening to that a bunch. Never heard of the band before. And so big fan of googling trailer music. Great. Great. All right. Uh, reminder, monthly challenge. Oh, speaking of all this, this fits dovetails in like I knew what I was talking about, Adam. Okay. Our monthly challenge for March is cinematic. I hope. is That's what he said, right? Uh, sure. I'm pretty sure it was cinematic, and now I forget. I wrote down cinematic like I knew, but now I'm, I'm second-guessing myself. Uh, cinematic brought to you by CBC Photography. That's the challenge. Um, has he issued a challenger yet? I don't think so. Who's, who's he passing on to? But it is cinematic. Throw it on Instagram. Hashtag two hosers monthly challenge. Hashtag hey hosers. Even better, do both of those things and tag us at two hosers. And we'll talk about that at the beginning of April, ironically. Uh, have you chosen your, your genre yet? Your genre, your era? What are you doing? For, for cinematic? Mm-hmm. No, I think I had an idea and that I forgot long ago. So the answer okay. is no. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing Boogie Nights. Sweet. Okay. Did you shoot anything interesting this week? I actually did. It was, it was video, not, not uh, stills, but I did Careful, shoot Adam. something. Hey. Hey. Oh, okay. I it video killed and star. stills. It killed the radio video. Star. Video and stills. No, I, I right. shot one still, and I shot... So does, uh, focus on the video. I want to hear... Okay. I want to... What, what, what are we looking at here? Uh, we're looking at after we spoke last time, uh, last podcast, as you recall, I said it right afterwards, we were going to uh, Jack's hockey game. I don't know if we mentioned it on the air or, or off, but um, his banner game. So, like, they play for the banner in hockey here. That's what they call it. So your last, like, if you make it, so you put you in playoff pools based on your regular season record, or this is at least how our association does it. And then the top two teams in the playoff pool, based on how they perform, um, qualify for the banner game. And the banner game is like a one winner take all game. And if you win, then you get um, your team name and all your individual names on a big banner that they put in the ring. So this was so it's like it's like a trophy game without having a stupid trophy that you have to go. How long do I have to keep this before I throw it in the garbage? Right. No trophy. Um, yeah. Just a banner that goes in, in the rink. So uh, yeah. they're, they're, they're super excited about it. And this was a very even matchup. Made their team probably, a uh, team from Vancouver, probably performed a little bit better. We're the higher ranking team going in just based on their playoff record. So uh, it was a really good game. We're down 2 nothing going into the... Well, not going into the third period, halfway through the third period. I think there was seven and a half minutes left and we're down two nothing. And then we staged a, uh, a, a, a big comeback and then managed to tie it up at the end of regulation. And then they play five minutes of, of sudden death overtime. And then that settled nothing. And so we because there's sudden another victory overtime now, sudden victory overtime. So, so there's yeah. no winner declared after overtime. And so they go to a penalty shootout, which is awesome. If you are, um, have no one Super involved in diarrhea. it. If you're just watching um, people that you don't know, shootouts are the best. When you're watching yes. kids that you've been watching all year, you kind of like you're you're just you feel sick watching it. It's just it's a yeah. weird thing. And even though it's you know all for fun and they're playing for a banner and. 20 minutes after the game, you're probably, you know, going to be fine, win or lose. It's just that moment is just pins and needles as you're kind of watching uh, each kid and, you know, just the feeling of, of uh, you know, if you score versus if you don't. So anyways, the, the video I took, I actually, just to spare the listeners um, any more of the story, I took like I ran around because I didn't take photos during the game, but I had my camera with me thinking I was going to probably shoot uh, a team photo at the end. Good chance I was going to take that team photo win or lose for because it was their last game of the season. So when the game went to a shootout, I'm like, well, okay, I'm going to run around. I've got the camera with me and I'm going to take video because I want to capture this. Right. And yeah. if it's 
a terrible outcome, I'm just going to delete it. And if it's a good outcome, I'm going to keep it. It's kind of how the world works, right? So I Not ran really, around okay. and uh, went went right into the penalty box because again, people people know me around the rink. I get uh, I get I get privileges, or at least I I know that I can do that, and nobody's mm-hmm. going to say anything. So I run around for the shootout. You're a pretty big wheel at the blue rink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the no, this was the Coliseum. This was the the big rink. So it's just blue or the forum. I don't remember. Anyway, so I run into the penalty box. I've got the twenty four to one hundred five on the R six, and I basically because this is all happening like without me planning. I haven't thought this through. I'm just basically like, all right, I'm just gonna take video, whatever settings I'm at. I think I had it cranked to a reasonably high ISO because in my head at some point I was like, well, if I take a photo, I'll just like, if I grab the camera and take it out, I want it to be somewhere in the ballpark and then I can use AV mode or whatever. So I had it, whatever it was, it was set to AV mode on, I don't know, five, 6,000 ISO because it's dark as anything in the rank. And then I just clicked on video overexposed by like two thirds or a full stop because of the way everything will look dark otherwise because of the rink and the ice. So you need to overexpose a bit to get the, to get into the right exposure level. And then just basically follow the, follow the action from center ice down through the shootout. And so the video that I've included there, cause I never include this kind of video because i feel like all right like you know permissions and everything but really it's just of jack and and the goalie uh he ended up being the third shooter so the way it works is each team selects three shooters and then it's the best of three for each team so your team shoots then the other team shoots and so basically it's the best of three so our first shooter scored and then their kids scored so it's one one then our second kid scored and their second kid missed so it's two one and then jack's the third shooter so because they only have three shooters um unless it's tied then jack has a chance to win so that's the the video of the uh the victorious shot so sorry to spoil it for the listeners he does score but you can hear my voice on the video kind of yelling because um yeah it was pretty pretty exciting moment and just seeing his celebration after he scores was just like pure excitement. I think it's 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 the best moment I think I've ever witnessed him playing hockey. Now this is rec hockey. He's played years of uh, rep hockey, like the competitive. Never ever experienced you, for, kind for the of listener, a, that a was, moment. He he's now playing rec hockey. You call it? Yeah, recreational. Like this is like okay, versus representative. Is, this, yeah, this is like, you know, a, a less competitive version and oh my gosh, the excitement and the the joy of the kids as they kind of come off the bench like it's just it's awesome. So the R6 with that 24 to 105 again with no real thinking involved other than take it out and just click go um you know other than the exposure level uh yeah pretty i'm pretty happy with how the video looks and i didn't do mm-hmm. any smoothing there's no trickery there's no exposure changes after this is straight out of camera and uh and then i just uploaded it and i think my wife posted the reason i, I thought okay i could share it with everyone i think my wife posted it on facebook somewhere and it's all over the place so i'm like okay at this point um yeah i'm 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 fine sharing this with the uh the internet universe Awesome. Yeah, we'll throw it up on the YouTube or whatever, and uh, and so so that people can see it. That they can link to it. That's how we share the videos here. Uh, and though, cool. yeah, I, I should, mean- I just should say one thing because the celebration. This is how it works in hockey. Now, I'm not a celebrations guy. Like that wasn't. Yeah. That's not a thing when I grew up. But uh, but the kids they do like the celebrations, and I've never seen Jack celebrate like this. But you know, it was the moment for it. Like again, well, it's the, a game the winner. Game- the game the game ender the season ender and so he said that celebration is an homage to uh connor bedard that's the that's i mean i think connor bedard stole it from patrick kane but it's called the heartbreaker so that's okay. uh, that's the celebration so Why patrick kane i think did it first well because it's like they trace a little heart and then they punch through it so patrick kane i think did it first like popularized it and then connor bedard did it in the uh in the olympics so, or okay. not in the Olympics, in the World Juniors, in the, the semifinals of the World Juniors, and so um, that was that was the uh, the celebration. So it's 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 called the Heartbreaker. It's a thing, yeah. And for those of you who have not heard of Connor Bedard, um, you're gonna, yeah, he's 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 gonna be the the next big yeah. thing in hockey, yeah. 
We've been talking about, I, I, I don't know if you probably have, uh, uh, we've been talking about him for about 10 years now, because he's actually in front of our daughter's elementary school. And they, it was back when he was 10 years old, they were talking like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's going to be good. Don't worry. Yeah. So yeah, he is. And you have to be named Connor to be good, to be good now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the deal. So name your kid Connor, he'll probably play in the, uh, in the, in the shell. So <laughs> there's that. No, this is, it's cool. I mean, I, I, in this, in this case, like he, like, uh, okay. Deal with the celebration. First of all, it's a game, it's a game winning shootout. You're allowed to celebrate then, and he is celebrating his, uh, uh, you know, him them winning, not them defeating that other guy. And that's if you where my issue with celebration is. It's usually sort of like standing over your vanquished opponent, making him look bad. And this is not. This is this is sheer enthusiasm and joy. And at no point is he making fun of the other team. And I think relief, like, I don't think he's ever been put in that pressure situation before, like, like that. Like, yeah. so not only was it like for the, the, the game winner for his, his team and the season winner and blah, blah, blah. But, um, the entire, like everyone he knows pretty much was there. So the rink, like the next game to play afterwards is two Richmond teams in another banner game. And all of his high school friends, kids, his age, kids older than him, they're all standing behind the glass watching. Can't see it in the video because it's at the opposite end of the ice, but there's so many kids on top of all of like people's families are there. There's so many people there beyond what would normally be there for a regular game. But it is the fact that all of his friends are standing there watching. Watching. And so you're kind of thinking game winner in this scenario with so many of your friends watching, not just the friends on the team, but friends from high school is like, all I would be thinking is don't screw up, don't screw up, don't screw up. <laughs> and, and, uh, and he had the, the sort of like confidence to not just go in and shoot, but pull off a, a deke, which I thought, oh my gosh, like at that yeah. point, the ice is garbage. Like the ice is yeah. shredded from, um, it's cra- it's crappy ice to begin with, but then on top of it, played for a full game plus overtime. Like, I'm like, that's a dangerous kind of thing to be deking right in front of the goalie. But no, he pulled it off. And afterwards, I was like, wow, that was kind of ballsy to deke there. He's like, you never thought about that. Just saw where the goalie was and just reacted. Like didn't plan it nice. ahead of time or anything. Like he's just like, that was just pure reaction, right? The the best way to take like the pressure off the situation as a dad is like just before he shoots, you just get up and just at the top of your lungs yell out some really racist things, and <laughs> and then everyone's like focusing on you and you're like what like wow why would he say that and then like all the pressure is off uh, your kid so yeah something to think about for next time like just, just yeah. no nothing specific like nothing like I'm not gonna, don't pick a like whatever like any random race stuff like doesn't matter. But just really offside as well. Sure. Yeah. I also, what I, what I loved about everything about that was that, you know, forget sports, forget everything else. It's just like the life lesson in that, like in that moment, I'm sure he was crapping his pants. Like he didn't think he was going to be put in that spot to be the, A, the third shooter and B for the game to come down to it. But just forget sports, just to be able to draw on that down the road. Like, Hey, like. That was that was pressure, and everyone's watching, and you come through, and I think that that's the part I like so much about sport because some situation someday is going to come up, and I think he's going to remember that, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, I, I can come through in these in these moments, whether you do or not, but just to have the confidence to know that you've done it before, right?" Whereas I think it gets pe- in people's heads, and I know sports is filled mm-hmm. with guys that you know are amazing under all the ordinary circumstances, and then get to the pressure packed moment and then just crumble and once you crumble once that's in your head that you're gonna crumble again and then they do over and over again yeah. and so the psychology so you've of seen, it you've is, seen me play nhl hockey against my son then on the xbox that's that's what yeah. You're seeing. yeah 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 exactly not even joking so yeah so well, yeah, i mean the other the other thing is this this could be the uh absolute peak of his life right now and sure um, sure it's all downhill he could be 41 years old showing people this on his phone in the in the at the uh legends pub or what do you call it the buccaneer now remember yeah. that time here let me let me let me show you yeah uh, got the video at least at least he can prove it <laughs> yeah it's on youtube um i guarantee you this will not be i i would not have said had i really believed this was the highlight of his life uh i would not have mentioned it so uh, okay you're, you're right he's gonna he's gonna draw on this it's really quite a cool thing to have and and pretty great that his dad was there with the 
kick-ass camera and got great and 60 frames per second too so you can see it's, it's really i'm not a big 60 frames per second kind of guy but in this case that's the perfect choice it looks really great for sports it's uh it's fantastic so and the, the best part the best part of all of it was his buddy uh is standing like i don't know just outside the penalty box behind the glass with his phone in vertical orientation takes oh. the exact same video but like not the same video and yeah. um that's what he posted on his whatever his social media he's like yeah i think it looks pretty awesome and i'm like okay great thank Your you kid did that <laughs> my kid did that yeah oh no only because it was obviously available the kid finished taking it and sent it to him like instantly so he's yes he gets out of the dressing room he's like oh i got this video and he looks at it, he's like yeah i'm posting this and uh and okay. i'm like well just you know maybe maybe wait for my video no no he's like yeah i think i think they're a tie i think the videos are a tie and he didn't mind walking home <laughs> I would have left him there because I, I got news for you, Jack. This is the problem with our world. This is why the news is, is nonsense. You can't believe a, a thing on the news because they just want to be first. They don't want to be good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You've sullied the whole video. I'm, I'm deleting this from the hosers internet now. Okay. All right. No, it's going up there. It's going up there. Come on. Come on, Jack. So there you go. Awesome. Um, I shot a... I shot, I shot, to get into, in, into quickly get rid of my, my what's interesting stuff, because yours, yours, we should have started with mine and ended with yours because it was better. Uh, uh, I shot some photos of the, did I tell you I finished the charging station? I, I didn't. I think I finished it after we spoke last okay. week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The wall mounted, floating uh, cabinet, charging station cabinet. Right. Yeah, you talked right. about it, but I haven't I haven't seen an image of it until now. All right. There it is. Video's up and uh here's here's how that here's how that turned out. Um and as you can see it's a couple different angles and then uh you can see the the mess of cables in the the bottom part. A lot of charging going on here. Right. Yeah, a lot of charging. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's just that's just part of it. But uh um, got those weird European plugs too. Yeah, I, I used to think they were weird European plugs. Now I'm I'm they're I'm weirded out by the North American ones. Okay. Um the only the only ones the only reason the, the North American ones are good is because on like your like your phone charger you can just fold it up or something like like you, when you fold it in that way it goes it disappears with the bit that doesn't work with the uh European ones. Um uh, other than that they're much more solid here. So there's that. I, I, I looks, appreciate it. Looks them. good. The charging station looks looks pretty straightforward. You got different uh, levels for different things and all the stuff kind of yep. tucked away and hidden when the when the door is closed anyways. That's the key. That's the key, yeah. having that tucked away. And then, uh, yeah, so the, the uh, laptop fits in up the top there. I can go on top if I want. Uh, you know, a, lot of, a lot of options. But I can put it on the floor in front. You don't know. <laughs> Whatever. There's no, no limits. Um, you know, but but uh, if you if you if you watch the video, and I don't mean you, Adam. I mean everybody else. Uh, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You can see like the install on this is is so simple. Like using the the fr French cleat will change your life. Is what I'm telling you, Adam. Okay. Uh, but as as usual, I have to have to go and shoot the uh, the thumbnail. So that's that's what I shot this week. So um, so that's that's attached. That's included down there as well. Uh, the end. Uh, I don't know. The I had to. I, I I think you have to make these fun. So what I'm told that people mm. want to click on them. So you got the Back um, to the Future uh, uh, reference in there. A little bit, a little bit. Use the font, and then and then I was I was like, what's it going to be? Like I was like, oh man, what what electricity joke should I you know reference should I go with? And uh, that's the one I opted for. There's there's other ones to choose from, but but uh, yeah, that's what I went with and. The end. Check that out on uh, HoltzfellerWoodworking.com. Okay. All right. Photo challenge this week was easy. Brought to us, brought to you by the two lazy guys who, who couldn't, couldn't do anything else. And, I think uh, it was simple, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was easy. Simple, easy. It was easy same, peasy same. or something. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you redefined that with yeah. really, I was it super, super simple. Was that the one we were doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I did. I did. I wanted to use window light and there's nobody um, but me at home. So I'm starting right. to look around for um, objects to photograph because I'm like, well, I don't have people. Um, my dog is not here. And therefore, it's going to have to be either a selfie or an object in my house. So I went with um, an object in my house over a selfie. And so I did a pencil with window light on a simple background, which is my white countertop and white backsplash. Mm-hmm. So, um, that there, there, looking thing. yeah, there you have it. The Stedler, uh, whatever it says, Norica, uh, pencil, uh-huh. but I, but, um, like I say, I was thinking what's simple, surprisingly doing something simple. Isn't that simple? Because I yeah. first tried to do an apple and then I used a knife and I spent 15 minutes fiddling around and came up with nothing. And, uh, and then I went to a, a pencil. So simple, not, or easy, not as, not as easy as I would have liked. Right. Um, but you chose something very simple as a subject. Yeah. Simple subject. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I don't mean like it's a simple subject, but as in, in, in a utilitarian fashion. See, I, 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 you stumbled onto something completely by accident. Okay. I am usually... a pencil lover. Okay, pencil lover. No, I am over, over pens. I'm not a big pen guy. Um, I just, I love, I love pencils because uh, they are just so simple. There's a long story, and I, I don't know, it's something to the space program and a million-dollar pen versus a pencil and some. Write your own. I don't care. You, you know the fable. But, okay. Um, but I do tell, now this is just a quick, quick uh, aside, I do tell all the kids on, on the baseball team I coach, the kids, who get all worked up over making mistakes, and I always say to them, Adam, I say, hey, don't worry about it. Bleistifte haben gummi, ready to gummi. Bleistiften haben Radiergummi. What is what is the translation? I think it's Bleistifte. That's it. Bleistiften. <laughs> I think it's Bleistifte. Okay. Bleistifte. Bleistifte haben Radiergummi. Um, pencils have erasers. That's what it means. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not permanent. You can fix it. Exactly. So, but no, the point is, the reason they do that is because hey, people make mistakes. If people didn't, if you weren't supposed to make mistakes, they wouldn't include them on there. But you're supposed to make mistakes. Yeah. Right. Pen- pencil in German is lead pen. So that's what Bleistift oh. means. Okay, lead pen. I yeah. gotcha. Lead right. pen. Yeah. So, and then uh, Radier gum is like. Why wouldn't it be ink pencil? <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, ask, go ask find the out. authorities. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go find it. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So there's that. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine, I also went window light. It's funny you should, you should mention that. I'm going to let you pick which one because I, I have two photos here of my daughter, kind of similar. I liked one over the other, and then I was like, I don't know. Uh, I definitely like the one. I like the one where she's not leaning on her cheek. The one where it's yes. just basic. Yes, that's the one I like. Well, I liked that pose, the cheek leaning pose, but then her her face is, you know, asymmetrical with her hand on there. So I was like, oh, I don't like that way she's leaning. So that's why I picked the the basic one where she's Well, and also the door handle comes into the frame on that one whereas yeah, it's not true. on the other one. Yeah. I li- I like I definitely like the uh the the straight up one better. The um, one where yeah, she's looking at me simple. like, "Hey, I, w- I wish you weren't my dad." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Um Yeah. It's again, yeah, simple, good light, window light. We always talk about how, how, you know, easy it is and how pleasing mm. it is. So, um, yeah, it looks good. And this is in the basement. So this is like, this is like, um, like the, the light coming down, sunlight coming down the stairs and then hitting in that window. So it's kind of a cool location, but I can never get quite the window light experience that I would like. And so in, in order to get, to achieve it here, she has to be very, very, very close to that window. And it's difficult to get up against the wall uh, at, with the camera. And so um, I was kind of hoping this would be kind of a, like a little makeshift photo studio down there, but it's never really living up to its promise. But, but window light with the 85 mil, I think this is like an F2. And uh, that's what gives you the super out of focus rest of the image right simple simple 
Yeah. Uh, all right. So the uh, topic this week, actually, I want to talk to you a little bit about your video stuff, about uh, the hybrid shooting. And well, the R6 is, is really made for, for that hybrid. Now, you said uh, you just went and, and, and shot it on the settings. Well, did you take me through this? Like, so you, you had your camera set to, to take photographs, right? Yes. I think I, I set it in the ballpark of where I was going to take a team photo because I thought um, after the game, that's what was going to happen. I wanted to watch the game. And then when the game was over, the, I know that I'm going to kind of run out onto the ice and take a team photo. And I'm probably going to have one and a half minutes maybe to take the team photo. They're going to shake hands. There's no award presentation because the next game is going to be waiting and the Zamboni is going to get out there. So um, we're going to make this happen quickly. So I think probably at some point in the uh, halfway through the third period, I think I, I made sure the settings were in the ballpark to take a team photo. So, um, you know, F F7, I, I was going to shoot it with the 24 to 105. So I was pretty sure somewhere around F7, everyone's going to be in focus because it's dark at F7. I'm going to need to crank the ISO. So I was probably somewhere around five, 6,000 for the ISO. And on that camera, that's no problem. Like that, that ISO uh, and the noise that's going to be introduced in a team photo is going to be no big deal. So right. Uh, that's where I had the camera. And then uh, I don't think I changed it at all when I shot the video because um, I didn't see the need. And I basically just, you know, bumped the, the, the exposure a little bit just to make sure that the video wasn't going to be do, too dark. And then you mean boom, the exposure compensation? Yes, the exposure compensation. Yeah, to make sure it was okay. going to be overexposed because of the ice, or at least overexposed uh, to what the camera would think in AV mode. Because if I right. went right in the middle, it's going to be dark. Be confused by the white ice. Right. Okay, so when you went to shoot video, did you put it in video mode, or did you just hit no, that little, no, little no. video button? I just hit the video button. The end. I had. That I had this. Is this? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 that, that is awesome. The fact that you have both of those options here is phenomenal. Unless, now, that's the thing, is it, it's, if you just want to quickly, really, just really quick, grab a, a video of whatever settings you're in, that little button is awesome. Um, because, I mean, your, your video worked out, I don't know what, what you had, you said, said you had AV mode you were shooting on? Yeah. Okay, which w uh, would, you know makes sense with the the exposure compensation which you wouldn't use in in manual um so that means i mean you've you've you know you've obviously chosen your 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 aperture you got your iso dialed in so av mode is going to mess with the shutter speed which is going to be pretty constant in there it's not going to change it too much and even if it does not a big deal but it's 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 not going to be "Quote unquote perfect." Now, in this case, it doesn't. It looks fantastic. Like this, this is the real strength of this of this camera, and the ability to, to just start recording like that is. I can't tell you how awesome that is. Um, as a guy who shot a lot of video, a lot of stills, doing the hybrid thing. Now, it's going to choose the shutter speed for you, so it's probably going to be in there. Hard for me to say. Overexposed. It's going to be like one four hundredth of a second or something like that. Maybe. Would you guess? Sure. Yeah, I, I I would say so. Maybe a little bit less. Maybe one two fiftieth. I think, just the, okay. based on what what the stills were after, because I didn't change anything. Okay, so ideally, like if you're gonna get all super hypercritical, you're gonna you're gonna want to shoot that at one one twenty fifth of a second because you shot sixty frames a second, and to mm -hmm. sort of replicate the experience of what film and video look, look really look like you then double that whatever the frame rate is you double for the shutter speed so typically i shoot um i shoot 24 frames a second unless i'm shooting sports stuff like like you did but i'll shoot 24 frames a second which means you can't do 148th of a second like you would on a film camera but so you go to 150th that's okay. that's that's the convention. Now, with 60, obviously, you, you double it and, and, and so on. Um, in this case, so if, if you're going higher, it's, you're, you're not going to notice. I mean, theoretically, there might be a little bit of shutter, like, like not shutter, but like, like hard to describe, like a little more of a staccato look to it. Um, probably not noticeable, so not the end of the world. 
if if but here's where the camera really shines if you want to get particular about it which i once again i want to reiterate you would never notice the difference like you you nailed it but later on if you want to get really particular you would flip it over to video mode dial in your video mode settings which would be the shutter you know 60 frames 1 125th of a second etc cetera, etc cetera. get your white balance all dialed in and then flip it back to take stills it's going to go back to your whatever you had your stills set like set to whatever sh- uh, aperture shutter speed all that so that it will remember where you were on your video as well so you can flip back and forth without having to change any settings it's that perfect. Mm. Or if you want to just quickly, even faster, just quickly grab, just quickly grab video, you can click on that. It'll shoot it in your in existing settings and nine times out of a 10, be, be bang on for, what, you're, for right. what you need it for. Like, you know, yeah. so if you're out shooting pictures of your kid at the playground, like you have a five, you know, four-year-old or something like that, and they do something cool, you can just quickly record that. Boom. There you go. Which is what it's you good. did. Yeah, that's what I did. And then as soon as they finished their celebration, uh, they shook hands. And then I basically took the, the still of the team with the exact same setting. So I just kept the right. overexposure, you know, because of the white ice and basically snapped off, I don't know, 10, 15, hoping uh, everyone was going to be looking for one of them. And I think they were, uh-huh. every, everyone was looking but one kid. So uh, <laughs> it, it it is what it is. And uh, yeah, and then it was all wrapped up super quick. So um, loved it. Lo- love the fact that that you can do that. Love the fact that the 24 to 105 is so versatile. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. it's, that's a great lens and I definitely have been using it more. I'm kind of just been leaving it on the camera. Certainly for um, a portrait, it's not my favorite lens, but from right. the versatility standpoint, especially if you think you might be doing some video or a team photo, it's terrific because you get that that wider angle. I mean, you could go to the 17 to 40, but then um, you're a lot more limited as far as uh, being able to zoom in if you're going to try to capture video and the subject is a little further away. So the 24 yeah. to 105 is just just awesome. Yeah. It's the only downside to that lens is it's it's difficult to be a snob when you're using it. So you're like, sure. Oh man, yeah. like I I like to be a prime snob, but I like this lens too much because well, I thought I, the same thing. I was like, ah oh, shit, I, I bought the twenty four to one hundred five, the f four one, like a few years ago for video specifically, and I thought oh, I'll just use it for that. And then I find even th- now that version, even for portraits, is fantastic. I use it all the time at f four, racked out to one hundred five. It does a great job. And and I don't know exactly the magic of the the particulars of the RF lenses. So that lens being an RF lens, I think you could probably correct me if I'm wrong. From a stability standpoint for video, it has some internal magic stabilizing capabilities. Because right. I mean, I I am moving that lens a lot more than what's showing up in that video and i didn't do anything post-production wise to kind of stabilize it so i feel like again it helped me in this situation as i'm panning i'm like wow like i'm steadier than i thought i would be in that situation so maybe i was just steady i wasn't really thinking about it in the moment um yeah but i feel like that might have been a little bit of an assist on the on the end of the the RF lens. Oh, sure. That's the only RF lens that I have. But I, I think from what I understand, it it does have some some magic stabilizing capabilities. Possibly. I, I don't have any RF lenses. I know that my the 24 to 105 is an IS lens. So it 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 has stabilization on its own. So then when combined with the the in-body with the R6, does a that does that's a phenomenal job. Um the the in body stabilization does wonders with with our seventy to two hundred, but not quite as well as the combination. So, yeah, highly recommend it. So one of the other good things about shooting hybrid. So I do it a lot. Where where you know in the past, like with the the Mark III, it was awesome. But it it you know to flip it back and forth and get rid of the mirror, like flip the mirror up and then go live view and then be able to you know shoot through like your eye you know using the eyepiece. You have to attach an eyepiece. It was really uh, cumbersome 
to switch mm-hmm. back and forth. And uh, and there's there's times where I have to do that, or where I really want to do that. Um, with this, it's it's not only that. Not only is it is it so fast to, to flip back and forth and be able to shoot real video. You can set now. This is something that you're probably not going to bother getting into. But one of the cool things you can do is you can shoot different profiles um, in the video, which you can shoot what's called like a flat, like a log profile, which basically completely compresses, like goes the opposite of of contrast. It ramps the contrast so far down that later on you can color grade it and get more magic out of your images if you want. It takes a little extra work, um, but it's worth it. Um, but you can have that set in the video uh, uh, mode, but, wait, but when you go ahead and just click on the button that you, that you did and shoot home video, it will not do that. It'll just shoot it in regular old movie cinema or movie mode. So right. you don't have to fix it, on, fix it later. So you can shoot back and forth whichever you want and have it set without having to, to, to dive into the menu. And they have done a... Fun, now, even the Mark II from what I understand, has an actual one switch on it. Because the way the, the switch goes, if you go between manual and video, you kind of have to rotate 180 degrees on that little dial, which, you know, forget it. Who's doing that? <laughs> no, it's, it's, barely, it's not really a thing. It's not a big deal. But they've made it even easier with a little toggle switch uh, with your left, I think it's on your left, left thumb, um, to go back and forth to video and film just that quickly. So it's, just, it, it's extremely useful. Love shooting the hybrid stuff. All right. Need, need a challenge for next week, Adam. This, this one was easy. Next week is we're going to go hard light. Oh, no. Hard light. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we'll do that. Um, oh, reminder, though, the challenge for uh, March is cinema. Brought to you by CBC Photography. Hashtag Two Hosers Monthly Challenge. Hashtag Hey Hosers on the Instagram. Do uh, even do better. Do better than that. Even better, do both of those things and tag us at Two Hosers. And we'll talk about that at the beginning of April. Uh, As mentioned earlier, spoiler alert, Adam, abstaining from the web. Uh, Myself, however, you can go to HoltzfellerWoodworking.com or AlanAtridge.com. Or the two of us at twohosers.com, where you can go to find all the links, the photos, everything we just talked about. And that's it. Until next week, get out there and make better photos. (laughs) 